Welcome back to Kid Tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Dawn. Hello, Ruben. You sound like Animaniacs. Oh, hello, Ruben. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that wasn't like a critique. It just the way you said it was like, hello, nurse. <laughs> no. The way you did that was just very Animaniac. I don't know why you did that. Oh, just because I don't know. I just, hello, Ruben. Hey, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm fine. Good. Well, see you next week. No, come on. Do your little spiel thing. What, already? I think, unless she had something else she wanted us to talk about. No, I got nothing. Okay. If you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given to us and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. That's right. We got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, we, not- we have a lot to talk about. Do we? Yeah. Okay. Because well, it is movie of the decade. Okay. It is movie of the decade, and this was a hard one for me to is pick. Is this best movie of the decade? Uh, nope. No. This is it's, what we thought was pretty good. It's well, and it's a movie that you feel like encapsulated the decade, or, which, which which works for you because the way that you described the one that you gave me, you gave me Frozen. You're like, well, that came out seven years ago, and kids are still singing, and kids are still talking about it. And keep in mind, Frozen Two just came out, right? But what I mean though is, keep in mind, even though Frozen Two just came out, could you? I mean, I'm not around children. I am. Could you name a Frozen 2 song? Not yet. Exactly. It's been out for a while. Yep. Nope. Let It Go is still being sung. Yeah. And then we, and then they break into Moana. Yeah. Well, Moana tried to like, tried to like tackle it and it didn't. A little bit, but not, it didn't have that staying power. No. I mean, it's cool, but I, th- I feel like mo- kids sing You're Welcome from Moana more than, it, I mean, maybe, maybe no. the, they sing That's exactly that what they do. I'm really good at that. That that's exactly what they do. I'm gonna dress up like Moana, dance around on the beach. Nope, I don't <laughs> with a little pig. No, I don't think. And that, a chicken. No, I don't think anyone wants to see that. And somebody might. They're weirdos out there. Mm-mm. So, so what movie did you watch? You I think me- we should talk about yours first. Why? Um, maybe we should just talk about mine and get it out of my brain. <laughs> I got out of your brain. <laughs> Wrong choice of words. I um. Are we really? We're gonna. Cut? I mean, I don't care, but I like that we like. We you no, know, that's fun. We teased what mine is, but let's just go into yours. Okay. So first of all, I have to tell you, I got up at five a.m. to to watch it this morning. Yes. Yeah. So. What so, movie was it? Get Out. Yeah. So wow. Let me just say this: We always say if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, you know, stop it and watch and go watch the movie. This movie is not for everyone. No. And let me tell you this. I don't like anybody that's ever listened to the podcast knows that I do not like horror films. Yes. I do not like scary films. In yes. fact, you even said to me last night, okay, mom, watch it up to this point. Yes. And then turn it off. If, if you don't want to watch a whole thing right now. Right. Because turn it off I and was then you can afraid, watch more in the morning. I was afraid it that. It was going to get too intense. Well, and that I wouldn't sleep or that I would have nightmares and I'd dream about it all night long. Yes. Because then, I do that very easily. and But I told you something that you didn't know at the time. And I said, Mom, this is a movie that is not going to give you nightmares or anything. Because... It creeped me out all day. Worry, but you are not the victim in this movie. You're the villain. Right, exactly. So, oh, I forgot the main character's name. Chris. Chris, phew, thank you. Um, So, Get Out. Written, produced, and directed by... Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. The master. I was going to say, definitely... This is a this is a film. I it's so funny because I want to say it's a good film. It is a good film. Yes, but if this is not if this is not your genre, I, I don't watch it. Here's the thing though, 
when when it's hard because to me this is more a suspense thriller oh, yes. than it is a horror film. Because when you say horror, you expect my blood and my guts and yep. and a monster, <laughs> a monster stabbing my brains out. Like that's not what this is. No, this is more psychological in your brain. Yeah, that you're no pun intended again with the brain, but scared. It's all mental. It's a yeah. mental scare. So, yes. and it's all, it's really cool. Now, something earlier did happen, which I thought was very funny and very sweet. What? You were always very cautious about what you say because you don't want to say the wrong thing and you don't want to offend anybody. Well, yeah. And no, this, this is, this is, and you would never be offensive, but you, you might accidentally say something that a, a group has taken a phrase and made it a bad thing. And you say that without realizing that's what that is. Well, yes. Because uh, you did that once and I had to edit it out. Well, yeah, um, and yeah, and there's been a couple times you're like, you've stopped the podcast and said to me, "Mommy, you can't say that," and I didn't because, mean it because because that's not what you mean, right? But like, one time I had to edit out you saying, "Well, like everyone matters, like all lives matter," and I had to go, "Nope, mom, you can't say that," and I didn't mean it, yeah, anyway. because people have co-opted that phrase to mean a bad thing, right? And so it's like, well, so it's like, so it's you know, doing that. You texted me and said, "I don't know if I can talk about this," and right. I said, "Why?" Like when you said. Can I say that white people are kidnapping black people? And well, I said, yeah. yes, mom, because that's the plot. Okay. So that is. So the main character's name is? Chris. I don't know why I can't remember his name. And let's just, just again, this is a, I'm going to call this a horror film. So um, I'd I, also I say. I wouldn't though. Okay, but let me just say this. This is what I do want to say really quickly is we do have some younger viewers. Yeah. Listeners. Oh, so if you're a younger listener, we love you, but I think we need to, you just need to turn us off and skip ahead. Yes. Because we're going to talk about Frozen next. <laughs> what a combo. I know. But this is not a conversation for a younger person because Agreed. there's some big stuff we're going to talk about and we have to talk about it. At first I was like, okay, I'll just kind of skim over. No, I you, can't. You literally can't. I can't. So if you are a parent or whatever and you have a younger child in your car can you just maybe you can put a little doo wobby at the I'll, beginning I'll, I'll i'll set a reminder on my phone to, to look for a timestamp when i'm editing this one yeah to be like hey go to this oh real quick this is such a weird 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 thing uh weird tangent but i have to say this before i forget we're on spotify now so if Isn't you that's so cool so if you have something special that you listen to on your podcast just for us you can just listen to us on Spotify. And if you want to tell people about us, tell them to look us up on Spotify now. A lot of people are going to Spotify for podcasts, and it's a really good way to listen to podcasts. Um, so, yeah. So, I didn't mean to sidetrack it there. But, yeah, we're on Spotify. Hooray. Woo. How did we get there? I, I they just us, picked us up? No, I put us there. Oh, does it cost money? No. Oh, awesome. Okay. So, we're on Spotify. Okay. So, this is the story of Chris mm -hmm. and his girlfriend. Yeah. Rose. 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 Okay, so we'll just get it out of the way. Chris is black, Rose is white. What? I was going to say not, but she's... She's not. She's not. So, and even, so they're going to go to her family's house for the weekend. Yeah. And he, Chris even says to her, did you tell your parents that I was black? And she said, no, it doesn't matter. Why would it matter? Okay. And they so, kind of make like jokes about it, like... Yeah. Uh, and then Chris does some foreshadowing. Why? I just don't want to get chased off the front porch with a shotgun. 
Yes. So a lot of that I did not catch till later, well, or obviously. maybe you're even gonna gonna mention. We were it. watching it together, like that first thirty minutes, and the whole time I'm just going, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" And how many times have you seen this movie? Twice, three times. Yeah. yeah. So I will never ever see this film again. <laughs> I mean, and I don't. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. This is a, and I know maybe this is not a nice thing either. This is a one time. I was going to say one and done. This is a one time for me. I, I Just because it's intense. I've been creeped out all, not in a bad way, but just kind of like my brain has been thinking about it all day. Okay. Yeah. So. You would say that maybe your, your brain has put you in like a sunken place. No, I wouldn't say that. I got such a John Malkovich vibe from that part. I know. I was like, <laughs> okay. So let's talk about it. So first of all. Chris and his girlfriend, I don't know the actors at all. I've never seen them it's in fair. anything else. Uh, actually, you have. Have Chris I? Chris is in Black Panther. He is... You remember Black Panther? You loved that movie. Yes. Yes, I... Yes, I don't know. So... He... Uh, you know Okoye, the, the main guard lady? Yes. She... He is her boyfriend or oh, husband or whatever. Yeah, they. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the one that has the rhino farm. Yes, okay. He's the best friend. Got it. So, yeah. yes, he's He's good. British. Oh, I like him. I mean, he's really good. Oh, he's, he's so good. He's good in They're this all, film. Everyone in this movie is good. Bradley Whitfield, Catherine Keenan. What? His name is Bradley Whitford. I thought it was Whitfield. What, whatever. Whitford. Bradley Whitford. Catherine Keenan. Keener. Keener, sorry. I'm so sorry to the Catherine Keenan and Kel. No, Keener. But great, great actors yeah. in their own right. I've seen them in lots of stuff, and they are really good in this movie. Stephen Root. I don't know who that is. Uh... He was in Office Space. They believe you have me, Stipler. I've never seen it. You've never seen that? Uh-uh. No. He was, well, he's, he's the art dealer. That's like <laughs> the end. The art dealer that wins. Oh, I do like that guy a lot. He's, he's, he's a that guy for he's, sure. He's a that guy. He's a great character actor. Yeah. I do like him a lot. Okay. So let's get talking about this movie. Okay. Are you going to cough tomorrow? I'm trying not to. Okay. You do what you got to do. So Chris and his girlfriend are driving to her parents' house. Yes. And then I don't know what happens, but they get pulled over. They for hit so- a deer. Oh, that's right. All of a sudden, this thing just goes whoosh. And it just literally, I did, at first I said to you, what was that? Because mm-hmm. it wasn't a deer. It was. It wasn't a deer. What do you mean it wasn't a it deer? It looked like a giant kangaroo. It was not a deer. It was a deer. It was not a deer. Yeah, that if, is. If it was CGI, did I think it was a kangaroo? <laughs> no, it they wasn't do? a deer. Yes, it was. It, I did not see a deer. I saw a giant kangaroo. Going, All right. Okay, whatever. Anyway, so they pull over and they call the police. Yes. And the also, Chris stares at the deer. Yes. Why does it affect him so much? I don't know. His mom was killed in a hit and run. But we didn't know that exactly. until at the end of the movie. Foreshadowing. Okay, well, what, we are see you going to do this for every scene? Every sentence. Because it's all foreshadowing. The whole movie. The whole first half of this film is foreshadowing. All right, continue. No, you might need to yell foreshadowing. Oh, I will again. in about 30 seconds once you explain this next scene. Okay. So then... The policeman is said, well, you know, next time you could call animal control or this is who you need to call, not me. Yeah. And so she gives him her license and everything else. And then he says to Chris, let me have yours. You know, can I have your ID? Eh. What? He's kind of like, let me see some ID. Like, he's, he's a little bit not great. 
okay. Um, and then she's like, why? Why? She was like all like kind of snotty about it. And like, what are you trying to do just because of his color? Well, again, that's foreshadowing because she didn't want a paper trail. And I'll yeah. explain it as we go on. I only knew that because you told me. Yeah. But your response to that was, oh, when I told you that. Oh, yeah, because it didn't even. I was just thinking yeah. that she was like, what, because of the color of the skin, which it actually had nothing to do with that for no. her. You want to know what else it foreshadows? What? The very, very, very end. Because okay. we see that the cops are racist. But we, I never we, saw any other cops. But we think we're about to. Yes. And okay. since we've had that interaction with the, it, it okay. fake foreshadows another thing. Yeah. So you think, okay. So, all right. So they get to the house and mm -hmm. the mom and the dad are so kind and so nice. And lame. Kind of lame, but just like the, I, I because it's a scary movie. I'm waiting. You know, it's you don't like, trust him. I don't trust anyone in that house. And yeah. she, you know what? We totally forgot. What? Oh my gosh, we forgot the very first scene. Oh, there is this black guy running. Oh no, he's in a neighborhood looking for an address or something, and then he's walking, and this car, this white car. A, is it white? It's white, and I know that for a fact. And it pulls, no, because I was looking at it. So it pulls kind of like past him and then it kind of goes around. And he does the very, like, nope, not me. Not, not me. So me. he's going to keep walking. And then he turns around. And then, the, first of all, let me just say this Jordan Peele nails it on the music. Because mm -hmm. like this, this was some old song, but it was kind of about kind of like run. I'm going to catch you. And it was like it said it was from the 30s. I don't know. But it was very foreshadowing again or something is something it was ominous. Was ominous. That's what I'm thinking of. Because the, the lyrics are run rabbit, run rabbit. And then I don't remember what the rest, but it's kind of creepy. It is creepy. But it said, it, yeah, on the thing, it said 30 style. And I'm like, yeah, kind of. So anyway, so the guy's like, okay. And then he turns around and the car has stopped. And the car is, the door's open, the guy's gone, and then poof, he gets him. He kills that man and drags him into the car. Does he? Yes. I don't know if he kills him. He stops moving. He chokes him out. Oh, got it. Because later we see the, remember okay. he's like a jujitsu guy yeah, and he, yeah, he's yeah, choking yeah. him out? He's choking him out. That's what he does. And then, I didn't realize that till you just said that. I think in that universe, uh -huh. the body that they're going to put someone in can't be dead. Okay, you can't say that yet because we're not there yet. Okay, but, but, you, but you see what I'm saying? I see what you're Jordan saying, Peele, but we're not there yet. But Jordan Peele establishes something and sticks to it. Right. Because he's a good director. Right. Everything just really works with this. The music, like I said, the music goes with the dialogue. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so they're having dinner and the brother is kind of a wacky. I said to you, oh, he's weird. I don't like him. Something's wrong with him. Yeah. He's drunk. He's but drunk. He's, also weird. he's like, I don't know. He's just weird. And so then they go to bed. And mm -hmm. we find out that the mom is a psychiatrist. Yes. And she, oh, I know, Chris smokes. And she's like, you know, oh, the dad says, oh, I could, she could hypnotize you and you could get rid of the smoking. And he's like, oh, I can just do it by myself. Thanks. Yeah, he's kind of not into it. Yeah. And then she um, starts asking him questions about his mom and dad's not in the picture and mom was killed. And he starts to kind of like shake a little bit. Mm -hmm. And she notices it right away. So it's like, okay. And they're kind of, they're like too calm and everything. And then there's a groundskeeper who is black. And he's like calm. And then they have, they have a, um, a maid. And there's definitely something wrong with that maid. Because at one point she spills something. 
And she, and then the mom says to her, oh, why don't you go lay down and rest? And I thought, well, that's weird. Why does she have to go lay down and rest? And yeah. why is the lady telling her to go down and rest? It's kind of weird. It was weird. So then it's nighttime and they're in bed. And I don't know. I think that the guy has some noise. Oh, he's got to go smoke and he's got to be secret. So then he comes back in the house and the mom turns the light on. Oh, Okay, you keep doing all these motions and you're totally messing me up. Because well, I, because I, I know, but uh, okay, ew. sorry, sorry, sorry. You keep doing that, and then that's why I sound like a doofus because no, I'm like. Ugh, uh, uh. <laughs> so he's out trying to smoke, but he's not going to smoke because all of a sudden the groundskeeper comes running at him full force. But it was like this again, this weird old-fashioned run. It's like high. It was weird. It, it it was just a weird run, not like we would run today. It was very like high step, high legs, high arms. It was just like this. It's foreshadowing. Really, it's what? Foreshadowing. Okay. More foreshadowing. I'm going to get it. Well, because earlier the, uh, the dad is talking about how the grandpa was a runner and lost to Jesse Owens. Oh, there you go. I forgot that part. That and totally. That's the grandpa. Okay. Don't tell it yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> So he goes running by and then finally, so I think Chris decides he's not going to have a cigarette. Yeah. So he goes in and the mom's like, come sit with me for a little while. And yeah, she's creepy and you know something's wrong. And I'm thinking, don't sit by her. Do not. So then they're starting to talk and, and she, he's like, oh, you're going to hypnotize me? And so she does. She does. She starts stirring her tea and I was like, knock it over, knock it over. But ooh, sorry, got a little loud no, there. This is perfect. I'm I'm happy with this. And so he to- she totally hypnotizes him, and then she's like, "You're in the sunken place." And vi- right? No, yeah, no, I'm listening. Yeah, I I'm, thought you were gonna tell me. No, something no, else I'm, I'm I'm going. Yeah, I'm listening. And then visually, again, amazing. All of a sudden, he's falling. Okay, and it's really cute. It reminded me like kind of like cute. A, it is cute the way that I don't know. It was kind of cute how they it's did kinda it. Kind of terrifying. Well, yeah, but it wasn't. It was he's, just he's in his body, but he's not in his body. I know, but it was cute because it was like woo. But it wasn't supposed <laughs> to be. Cute. It wasn't supposed to be cute. Aww, but it was just he's terrified. How fun! No, he wasn't terrified. He was falling. He was terrified. I know, but but they was terrified. <laughs> and then she says, "You're in your sunken place," and he is. He's kind of down on the ground, and he's terrified. And he can't move. And it's that whole clinking of the spoon of on the the tea. the tea on the china cup. It's that clinky, clinky, clinky. Yeah. And then when she says that. All this you see in the screen is she's super far away in this teeny little box. And then she says, you're in your sunken place. And then he wakes up. And then he's like, oh, babe, I think your mom hypnotized me. And then he wants to smoke. And then he feels like he's going to throw up Mm -hmm. and stuff. So he's like, oh, no big deal. But then certain things really keep happening. Like, first of all, they're going to. Um, her parents say to her, Rose, oh, remember, this is the weekend for the party. Oh, it is? You should have told me. Rose, it's the same day every year. Mm-hmm. So all these old people come. Yeah. And then he's also noticing like the maid is up in her room and she's like admiring her hair. Yeah. And she's brushing it really slowly and she's like smiling at herself. It's just weird. And then he's talking to those. I totally jumped, but I'm going back because I was thinking about the groundskeeper. Yeah. And again, he's young. 
and and he's the groundskeeper is young, right? But his dialogue. That's just what I was gonna say. The dialogue and the things that he says are oh, they're just dated, really super dated. Yeah. And so he says to him, "Well, I hope I didn't scare you. I was out taking my exercise." Yeah. And there was something else that he said that was really big, but I just can't oh, remember Rose, what it was. She's a she's a catcher. Something weird. Something weird. And and so then he actually told Rose, "I think the the groundskeeper likes you or something." And he's like, "But don't say anything. It's no big deal." So anyway, so they go to this party, and these people are like, "Hey, Chris." You look good. And this one lady's like, ooh, to her husband, doesn't he look nice? And she's like pumping on his arm. Yeah. And then another one's like, ooh, you look like you could play some golf. How, what's your swing like? All this weird stuff. Being very specific. Yeah. And and he's looking like, this is so weird. And the girlfriend is going, this is crazy. I don't know why these people are doing this weird stuff. Wink. So then, <laughs> don't jump ahead yet. So then- they go for a little walk and they're talking and then they come back and they meet this friend. And again, she's an older woman and her boyfriend, whatever, is about 30 years younger than her. Mm -hmm. He's black. And it's the same guy from the beginning. Well, apparently Ruben's going to tell the whole thing because I don't get to tell it. I thought you didn't notice the way you were I did, but you didn't let me say it. All right. <laughs> If I if I keep talking and then I don't say it, then you can go ahead and say, okay. oh, mom, I know, but that's okay. I do okay. know. So what I was going to say was he's 30 years younger, but yet he's wearing old people clothes. He's totally wearing old people clothes. He looks weird. He does. He and again, the way he speaks. Hello, friend. Yes. Hello. And it's very, it's very kind of dated, dated, super dated. And, and that's when Chris is going. Wait a minute, what is wrong with this? And it it, it took us some time because I was going, wait a minute. that And then that's when I put it together. That was the guy that we saw at the beginning of the movie. Which is really good on Jordan Peele's part because at the beginning you kind of see that's Lakeith Stanfield. We don't really see him that well because it's dark. Right. So it kind of you're piecing it together at the same time that Chris is. Right. And then Chris is calling his friend going, <laughs> yeah. going, hey. And his friend is a TSA agent. He's such a doofus. His friend is definitely the comedy re relief on yes. that, if that's what you call that. Um, he's funny. He talks really naughty, too. He uses a lot of F words. His friend is the audience. Exactly. He's His so, friend is the audience. And it's the one going, wait, wait, wait. So he's- Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do it. Yeah. I'm a TSA agent. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of a doofus. But we like him. You know, mm -hmm. we really, I really liked that character because he did. He brought a little bit of, to the, to me, to the story because mm -hmm. it's pretty intense. So then he he says to his friend, um, hey, so he- Oh, I know what happens. He's thinking that Chris is thinking that this guy looks kind of familiar to him. Yeah. And then I don't. Does the fist bump come next or the photo? The fist bumps earlier. Oh, so he goes to fist bump this guy, and the guy totally like covers his hand, like a white person. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, he goes to shake his hand like a white person. Well, yeah, and um, so then Chris is like this, and so Chris kind of very casually takes a picture of him, and the flash that guy. It was so weird. He like starts to scream and he jumps out at Chris and he's like, get out. And they're like, oh, what's wrong? And so they're like, oh, he had a seizure. And Chris is like, no, my cousin is epileptic. And that was not a seizure. 
So they're like, oh, Chris, are you okay? And the guy's like, I'm so sorry. I think I just got overly tired by the evening or something. Something weird. Something really, again. I wasn't all myself. Right. It's like, what? And so then the doctor, the dad doctor says, it's time for sparklers and bingo. Okay. So then again, beautiful way that Jordan Peele does the scene because it took me again after I was done with this movie, brushing my teeth, getting ready for work, went, what? So they show this scene. There's no, there's no talking. There's just. Because he's with his girlfriend trying yeah, to yeah. leave. But I mean, during the sparklers and bingo yeah, scene. He's gone. He wants yes. to leave. Yes. Oh, yeah. And she's like, okay. And he's like, I'm going without you or something. Yeah. So then, but during the scene with the dad. There's just like this classical music playing and then he's doing one and two and three with his fingers and they all have like bingo cards and they're raising them up and I took me some time to realize what was happening was they were, it was an auction. They were bidding and then this one guy. There's a framed picture of Chris. Yeah, because there was a picture of Chris and they, um, then we realized that one guy that actually Chris met a blind artist. Art dealer. Art dealer, sorry. A blind art dealer um, who Chris seemed to really like and the guy was talking to him and everything. So he ended up winning. But we don't really know what that's about because like I said, no words, but so creepy mm-hmm. in a good way. Yes, well done. Super. So Chris is going to leave because something is wrong. Now you can probably jump in because I think I might get it a little bit blobby. It's fine. So then I think everybody's leaving from the party. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. And Chris Also something very, like a big obvious foreshadow. Yes. All of the white people show up in what color car? All of the cars. Are white? Black. Oh, I didn't even notice. So the white people are in the black cars. Oh, I didn't notice that. It's... It's it, and it's not like oh yeah I guess they're they might all be black. It's very clearly they all are black with black tinted windows. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't even. Yeah. I didn't catch that. So then, um, I don't know what happens next. So then, uh, his friend is like, "That's Dre. That's so and so." Blah blah blah. Oh, blah. that's what happens. He calls him back and he says, "Oh, and I know what else. There was another thing that Chris's phone kept getting unplugged." Yeah. And so he says something to his girlfriend and then the maid comes in and she says, I am so sorry. I picked it up and then I should have put it back or something. But you know, but okay. I have we're going to come back to this point because mm-hmm. I can't say what I was thinking. Okay. Until we move on a little bit further because it exp- I it I understood it after we went farther in the movie. Okay. As long as we remember to come back. We we will. So, um, so he's going to go and he's like, come on, we're just going to go look for the keys, look for the keys. And she's like, okay, let me just go get my bag. And then he opens the closet. Cause there's that little door that's open that he didn't notice before. So he opens it up and then there's a box. And so he opens it up, of course. And there are pictures of Rose with the, um, the old lady's husband. Yeah. But it's like, they were like, uh, no, no, he's not in that one. Oh no. No, because he was not. There was like three or he was, four. Pictures. There was like it was like eight people. He wasn't grabbed by Rose. He oh, was grabbed right. by the brother. That's right. So it's basically Rose with all of these people, people, men and women, black, in like relationships. Yeah. And so then she he realizes something's wrong, mm-hmm. and so he's like, 
get the keys. You know, let's go. And she's like, I can't find them. I can't find them. And he's trying to leave. And they're, the brother's like now going to block the stop door. Him. And so she, she, he's like, where are the keys? And she goes, they're right here. And then the mom takes the teacup and jingly, jingly, jingly down. Jingly, jing- he drops. Drops because she's hypnotized, hypnotized him. him. So, I'm, and it is. It's so creepy. As I was, again, I'm like, no, somebody knock that away because it's scary. <laughs> so, it's super scary and not a lot of, I mean, it's just so good the way it's done. Beautifully done. So, then he wakes up. Mm-hmm. He's down in the basement. Yes. And what we didn't talk about is that his mom had died when he was younger and he didn't really do anything about it, but he was 11 years old. Yeah. He couldn't, I mean, he couldn't. Well, I don't so know he, he would have done. Yeah, exactly. And then he found her and she had died alone or whatever. But again, he was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. So then he wakes up, he is um, belted to a chair. Yes. Um, hands and feet mm-hmm. are belted and there's this old television. Yeah. And then this like video comes on and it's all, hi, Chris. Hi. I think it called him Chris. It doesn't call him Chris. Oh, okay. Just uh, hi, I bet you wonder why you're here. I know, because the second video calls him Chris. Because the second video is an actual video, as a, yes. like, a, like a video chat as opposed to. Yes. So basically what we find out is the grandfather of this family has discovered this thing that will basically keep people alive forever. Mm-hmm. And so basically... I mean, I'm only a preschool teacher, but basically we take one brain out and we put it in another person's body and it kind of becomes that yeah. new person's body. They, they say it, it's not that like, Easy. Here's, here's your sloppy brain in this body now. Like they say, like we take the moral, blah, 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 blah. Yes, sure. Whatever. So, yeah. Because you're still technically in there. Yes, but not really. You're I mean, in you the can sunken see place. And you can hear and you're in that sunken place, but you're not really you're mm-hmm. kind of, all, yeah, it's just weird. So then Chris realizes what's going on, mm-hmm. that something is wrong. And then he tries to to get away or something, and there goes the stupid, oh, no, then it's on the video. What? The tea. Yeah. The teacup, and it just, boom, and there he's out again. So, and then they see that with his nerves, he keeps scraping, scraping, scraping. So then the next, when he wakes up again, the next video is the art dealer, and he's basically explaining that, they're going to take out the, the art dealer is saying that basically he's going to take over Chris's body. Yeah. And because he doesn't care about Chris's race. No. He, he just wants, wants to his, which eyes. Is, he wants the eyes so he can see the art. Well, he wants his literal eyes, but he also wants his metaphorical eye, his ability to take such good pictures. Right. Because he used to be a photographer. Right. And it wasn't for him. It It's a really well done, like it's a really, really well done and very quickly popped in there but a really well done character that's just kind of oh and also this but it has fleshed out right so then chris is trying to fight he's trying to fight and i i keep thinking that something's gonna happen and it does with the deer Mm -hmm. i'm thinking there's a video camera in that deer or something just because the way it was positioned in the room yeah so anyway so then chris is trying to fight and that stupid teacup comes on again and then chris goes out So then they're going to have the surgery. And this is the only time I close my eyes. Yes. Because it, it was gross. Mm-hmm. It was very graphically done, but it was good. But I couldn't but not, watch it. Not obscenely graphic. No, it's just, hello, they were cutting his brain apart. So there you go. Yeah. And I couldn't watch it. So I didn't watch it. So then the brother comes in to take Chris up to the surgical area because the dad is going to do this surgery. 
Well, hello. Chris has put cotton in his from the chair mm. in his ears, so the tinkling, tinkling, tinkling of the coffee cup or the tea doesn't cup get to him. doesn't get to him. So then he smacks that brother with whatever the heck that was. It was like a like a bocce ball, almost. and it hit him twice. And I thought he's done. He was gurgling. Yeah, and he wasn't done. Um, also, that in itself, what saved his life, is an interesting take on or take on something racist. What did he do to to not fall for the uh, to not fall for the hypnotism? I said that he put the cotton in his ears. How did he get the cotton? From I said that from the chair. What did he physically do? Pulled it out. Or what's another word for pulled it out? I don't know. Honey. He picked it. He picked cotton. Oh, okay, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, but but it's like a he picked the cotton that ended up saving his life, as opposed to like you know, there's that whole like oh, it's it's a very it's a racial thing. Of, okay. of cotton picking, slavery, plantations. Right, okay. And this is, he, he's now doing that to save his life. Okay. Yeah, it, so it, I didn't it was, get that at it all. It was very clear, like it was a very cool setup too with the foreshadowing of the him having the jittery hands. But then also, of course, the chair could have had anything, but the metaphor of it having the cotton. Right. And so so then he, he smacks that brother and that brother is down. <laughs> the brother, I don't know his name, but does Jeremy. Jeremy? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. So then, okay, here we go. And then does the brother come back? later okay the dad's like jeremy yeah jeremy and then so here comes chris with the deer head the dad's done yeah and then as he's trying to leave then jeremy catches him from behind with the chokehold and the and chris gets him again yeah because jeremy keeps talking about jujitsu and jujitsu and chris is like no but chris knows one thing and he's watching he's watching how jeremy reacts right jeremy if chris grabs the door Jeremy kicks it closed. Yes. Chris grabs the door. Jeremy kicks it closed. So Chris realizes that he still has like the knife or something. He goes to grab the door. Jeremy kicks it closed and he stabs Jeremy in the leg. And Jeremy's dead. And then here comes. Oh, no. We got the mom in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. She's a goner too. Goodbye. She's done. Finally throws the cup. Oh, yeah. Because she goes to she goes to they grab that cup again. Across the, ta- across the room. Yes. And it's done, which I was glad. And then she he, she got poked with something. So yeah. She's dead. And then here comes the girlfriend. Yeah. With a shotgun. Or any a rifle of some sort. Oh, isn't that the same thing? It I, it's not actually shot a shotgun fires in bursts. This is like firing one oh. bullet. Oh, I just thought a, a I thought honestly, a big long gun yeah. is called a shotgun. No. A shotgun is usually double barrel and fires in bursts. Isn't okay. Well, I don't know anything about guns, so yeah. that's good. I don't want to know anything about guns. So basically he's chasing her. No, she's chasing him and he's running. And then Somehow he gets the keys. He gets the keys. He gets the brother's car. Yes. He gets the brother's car. He jumps in and he's driving away. He made it. He hits the maid. And then he's like, I cannot leave her behind. Because he's starting to have flashbacks of his mom. Of his mom and how he left her behind. But I don't understand because, again, he was only 11. So what could he do? So he puts her in the car and he's like, okay, are you okay or whatever? Okay, this is weird. Then she starts all acting. She like wakes up and acts all crazy. And then you come and find out she's the grandmother. Mm-hmm. Ew, that's gross. And then, I don't know, then she starts, oh, how you know is she says something like, don't you try to hurt my family. Or you ruined my house. Yes, you, it's something. Because the, the, um, the, the, the daughter, Rose, on the porch says grandma. That's how we know. And so then... Um, he crashes the car. She's a goner for sure now. Yeah. And then he's trying to run and Rose is shooting at him with her gun. Yes. And then she goes, get him, grandpa. 
Yeah, again, with the high arms, high legs, which I did not catch. Is this, he's a sprinter. Yes, from the 30s. Yeah. And um, then Grandpa tries to get him and is choking him and stuff. And Chris thinks about it and takes out his phone. And flashes. Oh, and that, let me go back. Okay. When Before we knew that the grandma was the grandma and she was just the maid, you know, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I touched it and then I didn't put it back. You know what I thought of? What? She didn't She didn't plug it back in because she probably didn't know how. Yeah. She's she, the grandma. And she didn't know the word, like, snitch. Right. She said tattletale. Yeah. But I mean. That's a really good point, Mom. That's how, actually, would, how would she know how to plug in a, a cellular phone? Yeah. If she was probably alive and busy in the 30s. Yeah, that's fair. You know, that's that's what I that one I caught. So um, anyway, so then Chris is getting choked out. Is that? Yeah. Choked. Yeah. And then he takes his phone out and he flashes. And the grandpa, I don't know what happens, but he kind of like realizes what he's. He snaps out of it. He snaps out of it for a minute. And then he says to Rose, I'll t- let me handle it. Mm-hmm. And he takes the gun and he shoots her. He shoots Rose. Boom. And she's like, Burr. and then he shoots himself. Fair. Which I felt bad. I did feel bad, but also fair because he knows what he did. Right. He didn't do anything, but he saw everything that the grandpa did. Exactly. That's what I I was doing, the eyes thing. Sorry. And then, so then, but Rose is still coming. And so then, well, Chris is starting to choke her out. But for some reason, she, I can't understand this. She's not choking. And I don't understand why. He's kind of a little too weak. I, I, I think because they're both kind of like. Right, and, and so she, she's choking a little bit, but not like not like. Right, and she's just kind of laughing at him. Yeah, I mean, she's literally laughing at him now. All this time, too, which we didn't say, because I mean, we're not going to talk about an entire two-hour movie. Every it was hour scene, forty-five minutes. It was good. It was good. Um, the friend, the friend has been looking for him. The friend went to the cops, and the cops laughed at him. So mm. he's been trying to figure stuff out. He's kind of figured out what's going on a little bit. So anyway, Chris is choking out Rose. And all of a sudden we hear, woo, woo, and it's the siren. And Rose looks at him again with that sneer, kind of like, hey, you're done. Help me, help me. He oh. instantly puts his hands up. Yep. because And he looks defeated. Well, yeah, because he knows he's in big trouble. And the police officer, well, he opens the door and you see it says airport. And that's his friend. Yeah. And his friend takes, and, and somehow, oh no, she's just left there on the ground. Yeah. yeah. And they drive away, and phew, it's over. Yeah. I was tired. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really was. Yeah. I was like, whew. So, good movie. Very well written. Very well written. Very everything. Visually, auditory, all of that. Just really done. I I don't like to include movies from the last 20 years in my top five movies of all time because I'm a snob. Right. I like to be like, cinema, me, 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 me. This is for sure in my top five of all time. It's pretty good. Like I said, I will never watch it again. Yeah. But I liked it. It definitely had, again, it was that suspense suspense stuff. Part, part of to me it, wants you to watch it again. Nope. But here's why. Okay. It's a completely different viewing experience. Oh, okay. Because now you know everything that happens. Uh-huh. So anytime someone says something, you're like, oh. <gasps> Oh, yeah. Like, because it's not a joke how much foreshadowing truly is in this movie. Yeah. Not for a while. <laughs> I mean, I really, I'm, it, it kind of, I was, yeah, it kind of made me think about it all day. So, 
shall I, shall I, I'm having trouble with the microphone today. Okay. I, don't, I don't know why, but I really am. Maybe a big piece of duct tape or something or a <laughs> stand or something. I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, anyway, can I rate it? Rate it. Rented. What? No, because if I buy it, that means I would want to watch it again, and I don't. <laughs> it's too scary. It, it, but it's scary. It's a good scary. Would you say that Jordan Peele knows how to do horror? No. Okay. I would say Jordan Peele knows how to do great suspense. Yeah, that's totally fair. Because to me, this is what I mean. Because anyone can do knives with stabbing and then bloods gushing all over the place gross yeah i mean they've been doing it for years so anyone can do that yes but to scare you so badly and nothing is gross on the screen is good that takes real talent to me i would say he's very reminiscent of guillermo del toro where guillermo del toro can make you uncomfortable even with guillermo del toro stuff looks gross like his like monsters look gross mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily doing anything gross so the reason why i'm hesitating is i don't know if i've seen it i think i've seen well he did like hellboy and pan's labyrinth and okay i haven't seen any i've seen little bits of hellboy but don't care yeah never seen pan's labyrinth he did the the, the fish lady or the one where the the mute lady wanted to kiss the fish man what was that called shape of water he didn't do that one yeah, he did no who did that shape of water the guillermo del toro no who do you think did shape of water uh, the guy who like now i always say that so he also did I See Dead People. That's who did M. Night Shyamalan? No. Yes. Look it up. You're thinking of Lady in the Water. No. I'm thinking Shape of Water done by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> no. Yes. Guillermo del Toro wanted to do The Creature from the Black Lagoon and Kay. Universal said no. So he said, okay, I'm oh, going to okay. do it myself. So I always thought it was M. Director Night Shyamalan. Director Guillermo del Toro. I thought it was M. Night Shyamalan. I didn't see that one either. Yeah. Because I thought it was M. Night Shyamalan and I don't like his work. No. Okay, so so no, I don't consider this horror. This is this is classic stuff. This is like Alfred Hitchcock in suspense. Okay, yeah, that's a weird word, but it, this is Alfred Hitchcock like, and I enjoyed it. So I'm done talking. So now we can talk about your movie. Hey, welcome back to Timestamp. Uh, yes, it's 42 minutes in. Wait, literally. Okay. Welcome back to Timestamp. 42 minutes in exactly. 42 minutes we talked about that? Well, no, but I mean, because, you know, there was the intro. Oh, yeah. Okay. 42. Yeah. Well, and you have to edit a little, do you? Or no? No, no, I don't have to edit anything. Okay. So, uh, 42 minutes. Uh, now we can't talk about that movie at all. We're not talking about it I anymore. I can't go back to it at all. So, nope. now I have to talk about Frozen. Yes. Let's talk about Frozen. <sighs> oh, stop. It's cute. Okay. Do you want to build a snowman? We'll get there. Oh. So, in the 40s. What are you doing? What is that? Stop doing that. <laughs> no, that's what it kind of does. Excuse me. I'm talking now. It's my turn. You have to sit there and be a lump. That's what you say to me. I did not say lump, but it would be nice sometimes. I do have points. <laughs> not on my head. It's the 40s. Disney just released uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Okay? And then they're going to do a hybrid live action animated movie about Hans Christian Andersen. We'll get there. Don't worry. You're looking at me like I'm an insane person. Okay. Now, there are elements of all of Hans Christian Andersen's stories that they were going to include into this. It's like a biopic animated movie about Hans Christian Andersen. The one character that they really couldn't find a way to incorporate was the Snow Queen. 
Okay, thank you. I'm like, you have lost now, your mind. The Snow Queen has been around Disney for the longest time. Is one of the few projects that Walt Disney knew about that has been made recently. Like there was other stuff that he tried to work on, Beauty and the Beast and all that kind of stuff, but Frozen is really the last one or what what started as Frozen is really the last one. In the 70s they tried it, in the 90s they tried it. Uh it Pixar was going to do it and then Pixar split. Like it every major like move that happened in the Disney company uh-huh. was like right before that move happened, they were going to try and do the Snow Queen again. Oh wow. And so they finally did they renamed it Frozen and changed a lot. A lot. And like originally the Snow Queen was the villain. Yes. I saw a 70s version when I was a kid and she was bad. She's the villain. Um, also, there's an unused concept by uh, Imagineer Mark Davis for they had this. He had this idea for a, uh, an attraction because Florida is hot. Yes. And Dis- in California is hot. Okay? Mm-hmm. And even Japan can get hot. Okay. So there was this like Norway themed attraction with trolls and a snow queen and a princess and it's the snow it it's what eventually became frozen in like the I think it's the 70s or 40s it's it was a long time ago. Wow. So Disney has been really trying to make this happen for the longest time. Okay. And I don't like Frozen. And not oh, I'm a boy. No. Now this is going to not make sense to some people. I don't like Frozen for the same reason I don't like Pebble and the Penguin. Now, if you remember the film Pebble and the Penguin, it's in Because you talked about this last week. It, yeah. It's 90s, 80, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Don Bluth. The reason I don't like it is because it feels more like a stage production than a movie. Okay. And what I mean by that is the way everything is framed and the way the songs are done, it feels like it, they just wanted to make a stage show and couldn't, so they're just like, well, let's just make it a movie. Because a lot of the framing to me, feels like they're on a stage okay. as opposed to the camera being angled or having different... Like It, it feels like a stage musical. Like yes. I don't know if I can explain that enough. And obviously there are things in it that happen that couldn't happen on a stage and blah, blah, blah. But it always is that like the characters are walking from left to right. And yes, I'm sure there are plenty of scenes where there's diagonal shots and this and that, but a lot of it really feels like it's flat. It almost feels like they're on a set as opposed to... Oh, yeah. Like a stage set as opposed to a movie set. Um, So I don't like Frozen. Uh, But you said movie of the decade, and I agreed with you. Because this is a very popular film. It came out seven years ago, which if you told someone Frozen came out seven years ago, they would be surprised. Well, Because it does not feel like that movie's been around for seven years. No. Now, I don't know if this is true with anything else, but... There are certain products you can buy of Frozen, or I don't know if you can buy them anymore, but you could buy that literally used concept art of the characters huh. before the movie came out. There was a, and, and I don't know how often Disney's done this, but I believe what has kept it around is the marketing. Oh, absolutely. Because this has all the makings of money. You have characters like Olaf and Sven. Sven does the typical animated cartoon thing of every animal is a dog. Right. Whenever and most animated, you know, companies do. Oh, and there's an elephant, but the elephant's a dog. Like it's, it's just acting like a dog. Monkey acts like a dog. The car acts like a dog. Anything that is sentient that is not a human acts like a dog. Right. And kids love that. You have Josh Gad as Olaf the Snowman. Stupid. 
dumb, lovable. Like cute. that's oh, he wants to be in the sun. <laughs> yeah, Great. his song is he's so, so cute. stupid. But here's the thing too. Kristen Bell is the only person in this cast that, and I may be Jonathan Groff who plays Kristoff. Uh, I actually didn't look him up, but everyone else, even minor characters, are st- are Broadway people. Yes, the whole cast is Broadway. Well, so it who's feels Elsa? is in Dina Menzel, who's just playing her character from Wicked. Right. Oh, I don't know. I've never seen Wicked. She's she's the the evil witch, but she's not evil in Wicked because she's just trying to be accepted. But then she becomes evil eventually. Oh. I, but it's like she's just playing that character because they know what sells. Um, yeah. So if you actually look up, I think, yeah, the game was called Disney Infinity. And it was this little game and it had these little toys and you could put them in the game or whatever. And I had it. It was fun. I literally have one of them sitting right there. Not a frozen one. It's Venom. But uh, they I had remember these. remember your little toys. Okay. Don't call them little. You used to call them little dollies. <laughs> well, yeah, because they were. There's cute little dollies. They're not dollies. <laughs> and you anyway. had to set them on the machine to make the TV know that they were there. Yes. And then they showed up on the TV. Yes. The Anna and Elsa ones don't actually look like what they ended up looking like in the movie. Like, they look like sort of like them, but like all the other characters are clearly, they look like the movies. These ones are kind of like, eh. And then they had these little pieces where you could change the landscape or change the sky to be themed on Frozen. But the picture they used of Anna in that is literal concept art of her drawn as a 2D character. It was not used. It does not actually look that much like Anna. I had to look at it and go, oh, that's Anna? And then I looked up concept art of Frozen. And that picture is one of the concept art images. Wow. Because they did a lot of the concept art for this movie in 2D. And this is not when it was still the Snow Queen. This is when it was Frozen. Wow. They knew they were sitting on a cash cow. I'll talk about the plot in a second. Well, and may I say something else? Yeah. So, again, this is 2020. Yes. I teach three and four-year-olds. Yes. There is a thing that the little girls come to school in their Elsa braid. Yes. That wrap around braid, single yes. braid, and then, or they'll either come to school with their Anna braids. Yes. Double braids. Now, here's a here's a dumb logic, okay? Okay. So we have, we have characters like Sven, money, 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 money. Character like Olaf, money, 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 money. Kristoff is for the boys. Oh, he's a cool guy. He's a cool boy. Money, 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 money from the boys from Frozen now. Now, hold on. Okay. Uh, you know what? <laughs> this reminds me of that scene in Social Network when uh, Mark Zuckerberg's like, we made a million dollars. And then Justin Timberlake's, you know what's cool in a million dollars? A billion dollars. Because they're like, we got one princess in this movie. It's like, you know what's better than one princess? Two princesses. Two princesses. It's not that hard. You could have put two princesses in every movie because it's double the princess merchandise you're selling. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's literally like they're selling two times the princess merchandise because if you have and if you have a family with two kids or, with two, you know, guess what? You just sold two dresses as exactly. opposed to one dress. Now they don't match. Oh, I want to be this one. I want to be that one. Great. Boom. Done. Like this movie is a cash cow. Yes. Because of because it almost feels like they knew how to make a cash cow. So they made a cash cow as opposed to knowing how to make a good movie. Because, sure, it's fine. It's a fine movie, whatever. It does some unexpected turns, sure, whatever. But this movie is a cash cow. That's why it's in almost every Disney park. That's why Anna and Elsa are everywhere. It's one of the the few Disney movies that's like from the last couple years that is really pumping out. 
when they made Kingdom Hearts 3, of course there was going to be a Frozen world. And of course, the cutscene was going to be all of Let It Go. That's literally an entire cutscene. And then just Donald, Goofy, and Sora are also there. And they're like, what? And then like she's singing Let It Go as these dumb idiots are standing there. Like, this sells. They knew what sells. They knew how to sell it. So they sold it. And they sold it, sold it, sold it. And it still makes money. Yep. There are two-year-olds in my school wearing their little Elsa dresses. They even almost... They, they couldn't ruin it, and they tried to ruin it with that 20-minute stupid Olaf movie that played before Coco that they eventually had to pull because people were complaining because nobody wanted to watch that for 20 minutes. You would think, oh, that would end Frozen? Nope. Still trekked right on through. Still kept, like, it is insane to me. And it almost, like, you know, it's like, oh, I love Disney, but it's like you kind of forget that it is a corporation. It's a business that's goal to make money. Right. And boy, did they make money. And they're making it again with Frozen 2, right? Yeah, but I, I think that they're not going to capture the magic. Because I don't know anyone. Uh, everyone I've talked to about Frozen 2 is like, yeah, well, I'll see it eventually. So let me tell you, again, because my audience is different than your audience. Yeah. A lot of people that Friday it came out. Mm. Okay, when I say a lot, I mean four, but that's still a lot. Took their kids out of school early so they could oh take them gosh. to see Frozen. So it's it's just it's it's is insane to me that people like and this is gonna sound so weird. People get so worried about Disney touching everything. Oh, they're gonna do it. They're gonna do that. They took a property that they'd been trying to make since the forties and made an unsurmountable amount of money off of it. Yes, it's not a pre. It's. A lot of Disney stuff is pre-existing, and this, sure, falls into the pre-existing, but it's not like there was another more recent Snow Queen story that kids knew about. Like, it's not... Snow Queen, in my opinion, was not one of the main Hans Christian Andersen stories. No. Like, it's it's not Little Mermaid. It's not Beauty... It's not, you know... Right. You don't really know it that well. Right. They knocked it out of the park with how much money it made. Yes. Like, the and yeah, I... It, genuinely think that Anna and Elsa or some sort of frozen something is in almost every Disney park. Wow. Because they know what to do. Well, yes. They know how to, I mean, in Epcot, a park primarily for adults, okay, because it's eating and drinking. There's not a whole, I mean, there's some rides and whatever, but it's not like Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios. There's a frozen ride. Hmm. It's a frozen log ride. And I tell you what, theming is incredible in there. A very good ride. It is impressive. The animatronics are super impressive. Olaf dances around and he follows your car. It's kind of fun, <laughs> and he like talks to you as he's just a little bouncing around. He's How like, cute! Yeah, it's really fun. And it's not a screen; it's an animatronic that follows your little oh, not the whole cute. way, but just for a little bit. Cute. Uh, and then when you go to Elsa's palace and she sings "Let It Go," and then she pushes you back, and you go backwards. Like uh-huh. the, it's a track switch as nice. she's singing, let it go. And you, you're, you rotate and then it's a track and she goes, you know, let it go. And then she pushes, she does her little whoosh and you uh, go backwards. Also, I watched a video that if you get stuck on that ride at that part, uh-huh. Elsa will stop singing like, cause you know, she can't, they can't loop it and she will wave at cars. Why did you program that in? That's freaking genius. Yeah. She will wave and wink at cars. What? That's great. But like it, do, it keeps the illusion up. Right. Um, so, so, I mean, Frozen is just money, 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 money. That, that's what they get from it. They know what they get from it. Like, you can't do a Disney thing 
without Frozen in it now. You can't make some sort of like Disney show that has like all of the Disney properties and not reference Frozen. Right. Like if there's a ride in Disney World, it's more a show called Mickey's Philharmagic. Okay. And Mickey's going to do a big song, a big orchestra and uh-oh, Donald got there first and he grabbed the sorcerer's hat and he goes through all these very famous Disney songs. He goes through Part of Your World and he's like sing he's like trying to like kiss Ariel or whatever, which is kind of weird, but whatever. Uh and then uh the the Lion King song is playing and then oh be our guest is playing and he's trying to get the hat through all of them. If you made that now, Let It Go would be in there 110%. Yep. Because people know it, it sells. It I don't like the movie, but you can't argue that that song sells. It's, I couldn't tell you half of these songs. They started singing stuff, and I was like, what is this? Like, is this in this movie? But Let It Go, of course. And The Summer Song, of course. And that Dumb Sandwich song, of course. But there's like some songs I was like, what is this? <coughs> so the plot of Frozen. Yeah. Oh, were we going to talk about that? Yeah. But that's, so just so all that to be said, Frozen is a big, big, big piggy bank to Disney. Is a huge, I mean, I, I would be curious to see what is the, like, they'll never release these numbers because it's physically impossible to track them. What Disney princess has sold the most ever? And I would not be shocked if Anna and Elsa, because you have to put them in the same because they're the same movie, are in the top five. Oh, absolutely. I'd say the top one. But it's in the last seven years. So I'm saying, right. I'm saying, I see what you're Snow saying. White stuff has been selling for forever. And mm, right. Time wise. Yes. Cinderella has been around since forever. Tiana, yes. Rapunzel, who are still fairly new, are probably not even in the top five. No. Like, Jasmine is probably a top five. And only because the new Aladdin movie. They rebooted movie. it. Yes. Exactly. Frozen doesn't have a reboot. Frozen's not a sequel. I mean, there's a sequel now, but Frozen's not a remake. It's not a this. It's not right. a that. Can I ask a side question? Yeah. They're making a live action Mulan. Yeah. Do you think that's going to push her up? into the prince i don't think so because i don't think she did that well to begin with this live action mulan looks a lot different than the original mulan okay and i don't think it's gonna do well oh it just looks like they're they're trying to go too realistic okay and like they're they've eliminated a lot of the fun right there's no lucky cricket there's no mushu there's no like it looks like a lot of the jokes are gone Oh, so it's just more. I think it yeah. just looks like an action movie, right? And we'll see. Uh, so, I'm sure it'll anyway. be fine, but right. it doesn't look. It doesn't. I think it's gonna. I'm going to enjoy it, but I'm not the target market for a Mulan movie. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like a and bunch, a bunch of thirty year old guys going and see Mulan. Sure, that gets some money, but that's not who Mulan is targeted at. Like, right. and I like it. I'm sure, but like, yeah, a lot of the fun seems to be stripped away. Right. Okay. So Frozen. Yes. Stars a bunch of Broadway stars. Yes. And Kristen Bell. Yes. Uh, also on the ride, you go through Oaken's, what was this, Oaken's shop or whatever yes. it's called. You go through his little shop and he pops in the window and it's like a love video and goes, yoo-hoo. I and love he, him. And he draws like Olaf in the, in the, uh, the, f- the frost on it because he's in the sauna. And he like draws Olaf in the frost or whatever, or in the, uh, the steam. And, the, and it's like, it's kind of fun. Um, anyway, talk about the plot now. Okay. I don't like this movie, and I, and I said it. Um, Frozen is about Anna and Elsa. Yes. And they are sisters. Yes. And Elsa has magic powers, which is never explained. Right. Apparently, it's in the second one. Don't care. She has magical powers. 
and actually I'm going to I'm going to re- I'm going to take that back cuz they they do answer it kind of. Uh, she has magical powers and she can make snow or ice or she has ice powers. Yes. And their sister's like, "Let's play." And she's like, "No." And she's like, "No, nah, we're going to do it anyway." So then she, her sister is pushing Elsa cuz she's jumping, jumping, jumping fast, 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 and Elsa can't keep up and then she falls and then her sister almost dies but she shoots her in the head. <laughs> Shoots her in the head with the snow. Elsa shoots her in the head with the snow and it like freezes her brain or something. And then she's, uh, the parents are like, oh no. And so they take Elsa to, or they take Elsa and Anna to the trolls. And they're so cute. They're little, they roll. Yeah, they're just like little moss covered rocks. Um, And they're like little goblins or whatever. So the trolls are like, okay, so you can't do this anymore and we're going to take her memories away and you got to isolate them, okay? Like you got to isolate Elsa. They specifically say Elsa, you or no, I don't think they say that. Anyway, the dad's like, all right, we're going to isolate Elsa, okay? For some reason, he's also isolating Anna because the whole thing is Anna is so lonely in this big castle. She wants to meet people. She wants to talk to people. She wants to go do things. Why does Anna have to stay there? Right, exactly. That She doesn't. She can go do whatever she wants. In fact, we even see her outside it multiple times. Yes. So why doesn't she have friends? Why doesn't she go outside? Why doesn't she do anything? Right. Oh, because her sister can't. Okay. that I was kind of like, wait. Because she keeps thinking about how she's so excited to have people over and to see people and to do this. I'm like, why can't you go outside? You don't have anything wrong with you. Right. And you're telling me that the sisters haven't seen each other since they were children? Yes. But they live in the same house. But Elsa stays in her room. Where does she go poop? Well, I'm sure she has a bathroom in her room. What if she doesn't? Well, I think you're just thinking about weird. Let's talk about no, the but I'm saying stuff. I'm saying like like, like if she had if she stayed in her room, yes, from childhood yes. to an adult, she probably has a wing. I would say she wouldn't look like that, right? She wouldn't look like a she'd look like a gremlin, <laughs> she, right? Well, yeah, she'd be like missing teeth and her hair would be all yeah. But so like, yeah, she has like a suite. She has her whole like a wing, except. Anna can go there because she knocks on the door. Yeah, and I love that when they're when she's a little girl and then she sings into the keyhole. Mm. I have to be a snowman. I do. And then, like I said, when she's lonely and... Yes. I love that. It's fine song, but guess what? It totally felt like a stage show because you'd have Anna on one side of the stage and Elsa on the other, and then you'd keep switching out the actresses because it's, they're getting older. It's cute. Sure. Um, I just, okay. I don't know why it bothers me so much yeah, that when a know. movie feels like it should just be a stage show, because like just make it a stage show then, or make it live action. Why did why like why did you it'll, waste? It'll be probably in the next five years, don't you think? Five? No. I'm saying by my fiftieth birthday. Yes. We will have a frozen live action remake. Okay. Ugh. Hopefully the show's still not going on. What? I said hopefully this show's still not going on. Oh no! Yeah, no. Twenty years. You'll be 92? Excuse me. In 20 years, I'll be 73. Yikes. Is that minus 100? I'm, okay, go on. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> but, um, so, okay. Maybe 93? 73. 73. 73. No, I was like, wait, that doesn't seem right. 73. Um, we'd probably be on episode a million. No, I don't think we'll be doing that when I'm I'll just be replaced with a robot. Okay, keep going. I don't want to. Okay. So <laughs> no, I mean, I, I will. That. No, I will. Just say your favorite part. Uh, when it ended. Uh, <laughs> but, no, I thought. Okay, so El- Anna is so excited and she's so happy that 
the coronation day and we get to okay when she sits up and her hair's all a mess <laughs> and it's in her mouth and it's like slobber yeah that's the best visually pretty good yeah i was like oh wow it looks pretty good <laughs> yeah because it's not easy like right. it's not an easy thing to make like you wouldn't be able to do that if that was like shrek like it just would be a big mass but it would like you know look kind of textured but it would be that like up oh, that's just a mass you can't see through it right. like you can with her hair which is impressive um so so she's like well coronation day and so she sings her coronation day song and her beautiful dress first time in forever is that what that song is yeah yes um also do you see who she runs past at the beginning when she runs outside no she runs past rapunzel and flynn rider oh i didn't catch it yeah and rapunzel even turns like when i saw it before like a picture of it i was like eh, that could be rapunzel i guess no rapunzel straight up turns and i'm like oh that's very clearly rapunzel right so oh also apparently anna and elsa's parents have been alive since up until them being adults okay okay then they died when they were adults so why did Anna have to stay there and why couldn't she ask her adult her an adult be like hey can I go outside because I'm an adult and her parents are like no you have to stay here and it's like why I don't know right so that was Elsa yeah no I'm saying Anna why couldn't Anna if Anna is an adult and her parents are here hey mom and dad her parents weren't there they died but they died when she was an adult. No. Yes, they didn't. They didn't die when she was a kid. Coronate. No, that whole song because they don't have any. Care, who's their caretakers? If they died, if they died when she was a kid, remember she is an adult and she goes, "I'll see you in two weeks." She Anna is an adult when she she hugs her parents goodbye and then Elsa puts the gloves on right before her dad leaves. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm still thinking though that Anna's like about fourteen or fifteen. No. Because who would be their caretakers? They don't, Elsa they, is their caretaker. How? Elsa is the queen. So Elsa doesn't see her. Elsa and their servants and stuff. You're thinking too hard. It's a kids movie. No, because I, I think that it's 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 Elsa's not an adult yet, so she can't be in charge of them. Like so, that's what I'm saying. Is is from my understanding that happened at the end because. It's the the little kid when she puts her little face there, and then there's the teenager, right? And then the okay, mom, goodbye, and then they leave, and then she sings one last time after they died as an adult, and she doesn't say oh. that. Do you want to build a snowman? She just is like, I know you're. I think it's I know you're in there. Something, something, something. Right. Because she was at the funeral, so yes. she comes back in the funeral garb. Yes. And and so and Elsa's just sitting there in a room. Right. Uh, no bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> I think they've got to have a bathroom. I think she's in a wing. She's in her own wing. She's got a bed in a wing then. That's <laughs> what so they call it. It's a big. It's a wing. But so, okay. So it's Coronation Day and, and uh, Anna's excited and Elsa's not, okay? And then Duke of Weaselton shows up and he's like, <laughs> I'm the villain. And you're like, all right. And then Hans shows up and he's like, I'm not the villain. Wink. Which, okay. The first time I watched this, I was like, Hey, that's pretty good writing that they that Hans is the secret villain. It's actually bad writing because when if you are the secret villain, yes, you are hide. Who are you hiding that from? The heroes, right? So, but us as the audience might get some hints or something. Go, ooh, no one is around Hans, and he makes like a little smirk, like maybe he likes Anna. Not like a devious. Right. 
like a oh if no one is around why is he making that hidden like why is he making that like oh i kind of like her who's he fooling he's not fooling anybody right because there's no one to fool so who's that for it's it, it it seems like it's trying to fool us but it's like but then that doesn't make any sense why did he why did he do that Huh. If he doesn't actually like her. You, do you see what I'm saying? Right. I do see what you're saying. Because I it, didn't, never thought about it that way. If he was like, if in my opinion, if it was well written, he would have had like maybe a little bit more sinister. It, there's clearly nothing sinister about the way he is smiling. Right. He's doing like a, mm, and right. it's like, but who is that for? Like it's for nobody. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's kind of like, oh, weren't you so surprised? And it's like, yeah, but why did he act like he was really into her to nobody? That's true. I never thought about it that way. Yeah, yeah, like where it's, it is a kind of fun surprise that Hans is a bad guy, but at the same time, it's like, okay. And who's the guy with the reindeer? The reindeer, uh, uh, Christoph. See, that's what got me all mixed up. All their names got me mixed up. Christoph, like, Sven. Yeah, Hans. so Sven is the reindeer. Christoph is the real hero. Yes. And Sven is the bad guy. Yeah, no. No. Sven, Sven is the reindeer. reindeer. He's cute. Hans. Hans is the bad Hans. guy. Um, so like, oh, wow. Uh, Hans and Els Anna are going to get married because they love each other after 10 minutes of meeting. And they sing a dumb song about sandwiches. Okay. I hate that song. That is probably one of the... W- the funniest song. <sighs> I love that song. I did like the thing where they, they acted like the clockwork thing because they sang kind of weird at that part. I was like, that's kind of fun. Um. So then, uh, Duke of Weaselton's like, "I'm the faux bad guy, but I'm kind of actually a bad guy. I don't know. I'm Alan Tudyk." And so then, I like him. I do like Alan Tudyk. Um. So what's his name? Okay. So then, Anna does something, and she's all mad at Elsa, and Elsa, ooh, ice powers, and everyone goes, "Ah, monster." Well, do you remember why she's why she like rips the glove off and she won't she won't bless their marriage or something? But it's like she's like you can't marry someone you've known for like two minutes. Yeah, like literally not even a full twenty four hours. You weirdo. Um. So then, Elsa runs away. Yes. And then Anna's like, "I'm gonna go get her." Okay. And I think. Event and then they'll yoo-hoo, big summer blowout. Uh, We meet Oaken or something. Okay. He's cute. It is maybe 30 minutes into this movie. Yes. We get Let It Go. Yes. I'm shocked how early into the movie this is. I, I didn't get a source on this, but apparently when uh, they were still writing Frozen with Elsa being the villain, they wrote this song and were like, she can't be a villain with this song. Right. Like, she can't be a bad guy with this song. This song is too, like, live your life. Like, it's too good. It's it has too much emotion to be the bad guy song, right? Um, so then they're like, "What if she's not the bad guy?" Um, okay, it's let it go. You've heard it a thousand times. Um, yes. Little kids singing, dance around. You've seen Will Ferrell lip sync to it. Everybody lip syncs to it. It's so funny. I've lip synced to it before. It's so funny. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> um, That's funny. Yeah. Exactly. Ha ha ha. Um. She makes a big castle like Dr. Manhattan and she makes her big ice castle and she wants to be isolated. And then uh, Kristoff and Anna are in like the this like tree thing and they hear talking and they think it's Sven. And here comes dumb little Olaf and he plops out and he's like, I'm an idiot. And that's my whole character. And he's cute. And stupid. And cute. Also, 
he w- something really interesting is this is why I also think this is a big cash grab for this movie. Okay. As I'll, I'm going back to cash grab stuff. One of the original trailers for this movie. Yes. Is little Olaf dingle dongle dongle dongle, and he's walking around, and Sven keeps trying to eat his little nose. I love that. It's not clips from the movie. It is, and there's no voices. It is sh- a short made as a trailer, and all it says is frozen. Okay. No princesses. Huh. Nothing Sorry. like that. Mm-hmm. It's not a trailer for like, look at the fun princess movie, little girls. It's, hey, everybody, look at the dumb snowman and the stupid reindeer. Don't you want to come see it? Come see our movie, everybody. Okay, thank you. There's no target audience because the target audience is everybody. Right. Um. Yeah, I remember seeing that and then seeing what Frozen actually was. And I was like, what? What is this? This is not what they advertised. They did that with Tangled. Too, is if you yes. watch the original trailer for Tangled, it actually feels like a DreamWorks movie because I think it plays the trouble we're in trouble now, and the hair at one point actually picks up a frying pan and hits Finn or Love Flynn that. or whatever. That does not happen. The hair is not sentient. No. She cannot control the hair. That's not how it works. But that's very DreamWorks. Yes. So, okay. So then they get to the castle, and I think they're like she's singing first time in forever again. And Elsa's got her own lines to it. And then she shoots her in the heart. Yes. And so then they're like, "Uh uh-oh. And then Kristoff takes Anna to the trolls, the love doctors or whatever they're called. (laughs) So then they help and the little trolls are helping. Um, And they're like, only an act of true love can help this. And it's like, all right, again, something they're trying to like, whoa, bet you weren't expecting that. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. Anything between family members, calling it true love, yes, is weird. Yes, it's weird phrasing. Yes, I get it. Right. I get that you're trying to spin the oh she's supposed to kiss Hans, but she didn't kiss Hans. But a true, real act of true love is saving her sister. Okay, I get it. It's a pretty good, pretty good spin, pretty good twist. Any act between any sort of family members, calling it true love. Is concerning. It, it, it was a little weird when it happened. I went, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I get it. That is that, but right. phrasing is weird. You could almost just say, I get because it's a princess movie, you got to use the phrase true love, but just an act of love Yes, works a lot less creepier. Right. Because it's like, because if you're like, I'm, I got true love for my cousin, it's like, ooh, bleh, ooh. Don't know why I had to do that voice, but. Sorry, anyone from the South. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but th- that's the thing. That was kind of weird to me. It's like, I get it. I get that it, it's to hide what's really going to happen. And they really, and, and the twist is enjoyable. It's a surprising twist if you don't know it's coming, but it's kind of like, there's a couple things, like I said, that happen. They're just like, what? Okay, sure. Uh, oh, and then Elsa creates Marshmallow. Is that that big thing? And he like beats yes. up uh, Hans. You know, he beats up Sven and... Kristoff and anyway they find uh, then they find the trolls or whatever <coughs> so they're like oh you gotta do true love and okay and then they go back to Arendelle I guess yes why do they go back because that's where Sh- Sven is why is Sven at Arendelle no Hans they, oh they gotta get Hans to, they gotta get Hans true love's kiss yes so Anna's dying and she's like Bleh. and then uh, Elsa's captured by Hans but Hans doesn't really play off that he's evil to anyone except Anna yet. Because then Anna's like, oh, kiss me, I'm dying. And he's like, mm, wish somebody loved you, ding dong. 
Uh, and then he, he's like, mm, this room doesn't have a bathroom. And then he leaves and he closes the door. And she's freezing. And then uh, Sven and Kristoff are like, oh, go back. You like her. And he's like, no. And then the storm's getting worse. And he's like, oh. And so they run back. Okay. And then Elsa escapes because they said they're going to have to kill Elsa because Hans told everyone that Anna's dead. Anna's not dead. Okay. Then this whole like Kristoff's running to Anna and Anna realizes she needs to kiss Kristoff because that's true love. But then Hans is about to stab her sister. So she jumps in front of the knife and it like breaks his hand or I don't know. Um, I thought it was going to cut her hand off. Because um, if you swing a sword at ice, it's going to cut through it or yep. at least chunk it. Yep. It like shot him back. Um, so love was what Elsa needed to make things unfrozen, I guess. Yes. I don't really understand what that means or how that works. She's like, love was the answer. And I'm over here like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? What do you mean love was the answer? You love jelly beans? Things will be unfrozen? That doesn't mean anything. That no. means nothing. Didn't one sister going to sacrifice herself for the other? Right. But now that Elsa knows love, she can unfreeze things? I don't know. I that didn't really get that either. It, it, didn't, it didn't make sense. Because this movie wasn't made for story. It was made for money. That's right. And so then everyone's happy and Olaf is about to melt. And then they uh, Elsa gives him a little cloud that keeps him never melting. That never comes back and is never referenced again. The cloud is not in, the cloud is not in the winter. Well, I guess it's not in how Olaf celebrates Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever that's called because it's in the winter. But like, I don't know if that cloud is in Frozen 2. Oh, you haven't seen Frozen 2 yet? (laughs) No, I'm not watching that garbage. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to rate it? Yeah, I'll rate it. What do you rate it? Throw it in the trash. I didn't even, at first, I literally didn't sing that into Do You Want to Build a Snowman on purpose, and I realized halfway through the word trash, I was singing Do You Want to Build a Snowman. Yes. Uh, Throw it in the garbage. (gasps) It is not a good film. It's a great film. I say it's a keeper. Buy it. No, don't buy it. Don't give them any more money for this. Buy it. We need more intellectual properties and less of this in the parks. What's intellectual properties? Intellectual properties is things that aren't this. Like other new IPs. Yeah, sure. New or old IPs. We don't need every single thing to be frozen. We don't need Frozen on Ice. We don't need Frozen the Broadway show. We don't need Frozen the... Have they done a Frozen TV show? No. We don't need Frozen TV show. We don't need Frozen... Frozen took over in the Hyperion after Aladdin. And it'll be there for 50 years because it's Frozen. You know what I mean? Like, Like, that's the thing is like it took over from Aladdin which I don't really know what else could take over. Like, it is, like I said, it's very showy. Yes. So, of course, there's Frozen the Broadway. Of course, there's Frozen at the Hyperion. Of course, there's another Frozen show in uh, in uh, Hollywood Studios, I think. Of course, there's Meet and Greet Anna and Elsa at every park because it makes money. Also, I've never seen a picture of Anna and Elsa at the parks that, in my opinion, actually looks like them. Yes. Uh, it looks more like the concept art. Um, but, yeah, it's thrown in the trash because this is like... There are much better Disney films that are not as publicized that have heart, real heart, not money heart, not we're making all the decisions because they are financially good for us to make. 
because you can make a you can make a well you know done story and a good story with all the correct financial decisions like that's how it's made like right. that's how you do something good is but at the same time it's like you got to take risks and you got to be a little bit more interesting like none of these characters are really that interesting all right well on this one i think <laughs> we have to agree to disagree because i think this is a great I think film this and this sucks. is a this is a buy it for me there's a couple funny parts i will agree with that uh but it sucks it sucks 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 don't say those words. Those it's are not even. Throw words. it in the garbage. Okay. On their piles of cash. Okay. They don't care about your opinion because they still have that big pile of cash. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? We have a Twitter. KTMA Show at Twitter. We have a Facebook. Kid Testing Mother approved on Facebook. We have an email. KTMA Show at gmail.com. Do we have an email this week? I don't know. Probably not. Let no, me check. yes, we do. We do? We do. Uh oh. Do you uh, remember? Oh. Do you remember? Yeah, I, I remember that, but now I want to double check the email. Okay, check the email. <laughs> but I know we have one. We do. It was a text. It was a text because yes, but it was a text, and I'll find it. So you keep talking, and I'll. Okay, just... we have. Oh, if you want to support our podcast, it's Patreon.com. Uh yeah, Patreon.com/slash KTMA Show. And also, if you want to buy. KTMA merchandise you can go to T Public T E E Public mm -hmm. and I know I said it last week but it's really and truly true I have a kid tested mother approved shirt in pink it is the softest t-shirt yeah. it is so soft it is such an I'm gonna buy a bunch more because they're really really comfortable okay and I'm I found gonna the, get some hoodies I found the email okay did we have any others or just this just one? this one okay uh, podcast is starting the third year and you've already had two different theme songs. How about a new year, different one for the new year? That's I a, like, I like good, it. Uh, that means I have to find someone or make one my own. And, uh, well, can we ask the person that wrote the second one to write another one? I mean, if he wants, okay. Usually when you ask someone to do something creative, it's good to pay them. Oh, <laughs> whoops we could do that we could pay them a little bit yeah we could pay brandon um, um or we could but i got an iphone now so i could do garage band i can make music on garage band okay we'll do whatever you want but i think that's a good I'll idea. make song garage band so and thank you for that email thank you for the email um we've been watching nothing really life has been kind of busy been watching trash Let's see christmas shows christmas movies are done um, but I know what I will be watching in the next couple of weeks. What? Do we want to talk about that? What? The Oscars. <laughs> now, I know we don't want to talk about the Oscars, but you and I yes. are going to do our very best yes. to watch all of the best movies Everything, of the year. Of, if you've been nominated for an Oscar, we're going to no, watch it. No. Best movies of the year, best director. Picture and director, yeah. Yes. So Which we're gonna, sucks. I think because, there's 10. Right. Or nine. But here's the problem. What? Uh, it's not like it's best short. These movies are not short movies. And there's a lot this year. I mean, sometimes there's like five or six. I think there's nine or ten. Yeah. So uh, we are, and I haven't seen any of them. The I've seen a few. The Irishman is on there. I'm look. I'm sure it's going to be good. Right. But I do not want to sit there for three and a half hours. But it's at is home because it, it's on Netflix. Right. But that is such like a. I have to sit and watch a movie for three and a half hours. That's a long time. But if it was a if it was a Marvel superhero movie, you wouldn't be complaining. Maybe three and a half hours is a long time. Excuse me, how long was Endgame? Three. It was long. Almost three. Yeah, three or a little bit. But three and a half is just like that's. 
especially a movie that's like this where it's it's meat it's a big meat sandwich meat 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 for three and a half hours so that well that's what too we're gonna much try. meat now i have a headache and a tummy ache so we're gonna try we're i do want to see parasite parasite's supposed to be so good i want to watch that one first before you do because i thought it was one thing but i think it's a completely different thing and then maybe that i'll skip yeah because i i thought it was a horror film right but i don't think it is okay um, well, but you see it first. but i someone told me to watch it and i go well would could my mom watch it and they go there's some parts maybe not but it's not it's a korean film i believe it's not a, it's not english okay well i could always skip it and i really want to see judy which is Renee Zellweger, who is nominated for Best Actress, mm-hmm. portraying Judy Garland. Yeah. So I would be more than happy to, to give you Parasite, and I would watch Judy instead. That's fair. Ooh, sorry. I'm yawning. sleepy. Um, okay, so what's our theme for next week? Wait, you didn't ask me what I've been watching. Oh, I'm so sorry. What have you been watching? Trash. Oh, okay. Whitney, my girlfriend, got me into this reality show, and I think, did I talk about this last week? I think you did. <sighs> Last four episodes come out on Wednesday. I think that'll be today or yesterday, depending when this goes out. I can't wait. What, tell me, tell us again. The Circle it. is a show that was originally from the UK. And what it is, it's a big apartment building and eight people live in it, okay? Uh-huh. But the whole kicker is that you cannot look at the yes, other people. You Use social us. media to talk to them. Hey, it's like if you lived there, I'd go, hey, Circle, sell, invite Don to a private chat. And it'd be like, beep, boop, 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 boop. And you'd come up in your room and you'd go, Ruben, invite you a private chat. And you'd go, hey, Ruben, how come all your pictures are Jason Momoa? And I'd be like, uh, that's really me? Question mark. <laughs> like, that's funny. Um, It's good. It's such garbage. It's such, such, such garbage. But not as bad as like The Bachelor. Like, it's just, it's just, it's junk. It's junk food. It's not Bachelor garbage. It's not that garbage trap. I've been watching The Bachelor. Oh, wait, that'd be me. You watch that crap? I do. I do. I, I unfortunately really, really like it. Although I also watch it very quickly because a lot of the blah, 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 I just fast forward through. That's fair. So, okay, what else have you been watching? Uh, you know, there was something else that I watched last week that I forgot to say. And I was like, oh, this. And I totally forgot. Okay. It'll come back as soon as we're done. Yeah. I don't think I watched anything. Oh, I was just on an airplane. Yes. I was but in it was Bozeman. Sh- yes. I was Montana. in Montana. Um. I didn't watch anything because they were both short flights. I listened to something, though. Okay. I listened to a podcast, and you have to have Stitcher Premium to listen to it, and it's called Marvels. And what it is is it's inspired by a graphic novel called Marvels, same name, and it is a story told about the Fantastic Four from the point of view of a photographer who takes pictures of superheroes. So the Fantastic Mm. Four are there, but they're not the main characters. Like, And so it's a really interesting story. Like it, it, it's a story that if you looked at it from the perspective of the superheroes, it'd just be another superhero story. But it's cool to see this story from the perspective of humans, right. regular people that are trying to figure out what's going on. Huh. Um, it's it's really really good. I enjoy it. Anna Sophia Robb is in it. Oh, okay. She just plays like a little girl, um, not a little girl, but you know what I mean. Excellent. All right, now let's talk about our theme because okay. this was cutting. You called me from Montana. I called you from Montana for this. Uh, and I want to say this was Whitney's idea. I don't remember. I think it was. It was Whitney's idea. So we, me and Whitney were walking around downtown Bozeman, which is really, really cool. Okay? And there's this record store. We're walking in this record store. It's looking at everything. Ooh, ah. And they had these mystery CDs. Those buy three CDs for a dollar. Okay. And there was like 90s alternative and 90s rock and, and rock and country and blah. It was all like wrapped up? So you yeah, so you couldn't it. see what it was. I bought 
they came in packs of threes. I bought three of them, so about twelve. No, I bought four of them. No, maybe they came in packs of four. I don't. I came home with twelve CDs. Okay, any good ones? Uh, Spin Doctors. Okay. Uh, four non blondes. The album with What's Up. Oh, nice. And a crash yeah, that I thought was Rush. You thought that was Rush? I thought it was Rush. That's a woman. Who's a woman? Four non blondes. I didn't know that. I thought it was a man. I said hey. Because it sounds going on. That's a woman. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a man. Linda Perry. I don't know. I think that's her name. I don't know. Thought it was and a man. Okay, keep going. Uh, and then they also had old VHSs. Yes. And they were wrapped up three dollars or four dollars for three VHSs, but they were wrapped up. Yes. And I read you all the categories. I probably should have written all the stuff down that we didn't choose. Um, but I, I called you and I said, hey, I'm going to buy two of these. One is for me and one is for you. There's three movies in each. And then we're going to pick a movie from the one that we picked for the other to watch. Yes. I picked big budget uh, sci-fi. Yeah. Big budget sci-fi movies. Thrillers. Uh, no, no thriller. Just okay. big budget sci-fi movie. Which, of course, a blockbuster sci- sci-fi something. Of course I'm going to choose that. Right. You chose of romantic course. comedies, of course. There was romantic dramas. I think there was westerns. I think there were Star Trek movies. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no. Which is funny because like, you know you're not going to get the J.J. Abrams ones. Well, right. Because those weren't on VHS. Right, exactly. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um. Okay. You want to go first? You want to say your three? Yes. Okay, say your three. So I had romantic comedies. I had Sleepless in Seattle was in the mm-hmm. package. Addicted to Love. Mm-hmm. And Benny and June. And so everybody knows Sleepless in Seattle. So I don't really have to say who's in it. Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks. And that's not the one that we already watched. What, you've Got Mail. No. I get those confused. Okay. And I liked You've Got Mail way better than Sleepless in Seattle. Then Addicted to Love is Meg Ryan mm-hmm. and Kelly Preston, who is Mrs. John Travolta, and Matthew Broderick. Yes. Benny and June yes. is 1997, I think. Sure. Johnny Depp, Mary Stuart Masterson. Yes. Mary Stuart Masterson was in Some Kind of Wonderful. Okay. She plays the blonde. Sure. Okay. So that's what I got. Okay. And what do you pick? So I had trouble because I don't actually like Addicted to Love. So that one's out. <laughs> I Get think that's a horrible film. I Doofus. saw it. It's awful. Okay. So I'm gonna go for a different one. Okay. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick Benny and June. Ooh. With Johnny Depp. I Finally. Like, yeah, it's a little different, and they're kind of. I want to see this movie. It's good. So let me tell you that I did look. No, um, it's not on Amazon Prime. What? It's not on Amazon. It's not available. Google Play has it. Oh, that's fine. As long as I can get it online. Um. Yeah. I just because uh, I, I was like, wait, how come I can't? So I almost didn't pick it because I thought it wasn't available. Yeah, which is shocking. And then I found it on Google Play. So that's what you're gonna watch, Benny and June. I think it's 1997. Okay, I he's can got watch long Benny. hair and he's. Cute. I'm glad. What? He's got, I wanted to watch. No, don't say that anymore. Okay, I wanted he's to got watch long Bo- hair and he's cute. Stop. And he's got a cute hat. Hat. 1997. He's got a cute hat. Look at his cute hat. Lovely. Okay, now this is kind of interesting. But wait, can I say something really quick? Yes. They're quirky. Yeah, of course it's, it's kind of quirky. quirky. Yeah, it looks quirky. And it has Aiden Quinn in it too. Anakin Skywalker? No, Aiden Quinn. Aiden Christensen? No, that's Hayden Christensen. Okay, what did you have? So this is interesting because in mine was uh-huh. a movie we've already watched on the show. Yes, because I think you forgot. I totally forgot. I was like, I was oh, like, no. and then you were like, we've already done that, stupid. 
No, and, and actually, you, you screamed at me over the phone. Um, I texted it to you because you're like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yes." Yeah, and then you remembered where where yeah, you watched can I, it. Yeah, because you were driving us to see Rick Springfield at the podcast, the and I was watching it in the car because we had to record that night. So the three options I got: Men in Black, Independence Day, Artificial Intelligence. Okay. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty. That's good a line. pretty good one. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, you can't choose Men in Black. Yes. One of these movies is very, very boring. Yes. Don't want to watch it for this show because nope. it's boring. Yep. But since I'm not going to pick it, I do have to tell you this really interesting thing about it. Okay. Artificial Intelligence was originally going to be directed by Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick did not want to do the movie until the little boy could actually be played by a robot. And oh. then he died. Oh. So Steven Spielberg picked it up and was like, I'll do it. I don't even think we're at the point where you could do that today. And have a robot play a convincing child. Right. I don't think we're there yet. Right. So like, and Stanley Kubrick's been dead for at least 20 years, I believe. I don't know. Okay. So that leaves us with Independence Day. Our Independence Day. Is that Bill Paxton? Bill Pullman? Bill Pullman, I like him too. He's alive, right? Yes. Paxton's dead. Yeah, Bill Paxton's dead. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Um. Cool. So I'm watching. Hey. What? This had two movies with Will Smith in it. Mm. Isn't Will Smith Will Smith is Independence Day? Yes, he is. And he's in Men in Black. So you're you had two movies with Will Smith. I had two movies with Meg Ryan. Huh. That's interesting how they did it together. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Okay. So I'm watching Benny, Benny and June, June, and you're watching Independence, Independence Day. Day. Ugh, Benny and Independence Day. Independence June. Independence Day. Oh, I like that. All I, right. I don't. That one sounds That's, kind of vaguely offensive. No, it doesn't. All right. Okay, bye, everyone. Bye.